Things were looking grim. Ah, damn it. I mean grim. But, yes, it were Brim Corrin who'd used the Kraken's gauntlet to summon that ferocious beast. Its undead metallic body glistening in the firelight. Oh, I'll never forget the sounds it made. The grinding of teeth and the crashing of its tentacles against their ship. All felt lost. Intelnius were nowhere to be seen. I remember the pain of fear balled up in the pit of my stomach. It were the first time I'd been truly afraid for us, the rowdy boys. A team of heroes that thought nothing could tear them apart. We were best friends. Hell, we were family. And though things changed after this night, our love for each other would last forever. Something begins to emerge from the waters before your ship, the Valorous Scoundrel. What you guys watch are first metallic-like tentacles, ginormous tentacles flying out of the waters, multitudes of them. At the front of your ship is the gargantuan head of an undead Kraken that has been refortified with some kind of construct. Oof. Wow. Brimcorn continues to fly, leaving your ship with the Kraken, and he begins to fly toward Windward, where Henry awaits. All right, let's roll a niche for this second part. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, uh, just so I know, the the wyvern got enveloped in a griffin fight, and Quincy and his horse just vanished. So mm-hmm. Quincy got away. <laughs> Do I... If I still have a health potion, I want to think. Uh, yeah, you would definitely still have a health potion on you. I do, I do too. Yeah. So I'm going to take one of those for <laughs> do, sure. Do I, do, do I? I would say that each of you at this point has gained at least one health potion. How much does it add? Uh, 2d4 plus 2. 2, but go ahead, take the full since you're doing this watching Brim come over the water. So it's yeah, 12? 10. 10 total. As the shadow of the Kraken envelops your ship. Like I said, it's surrounding you and it's moving quickly toward 
you have a quick response. You have a few things on your ship, like uh, you could order swivel cannons or you could order the fire to emit from the dragon's mouth. Uh, there's just a few things that you guys can do. So are there any of those before we get the order? Probably all of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Abram's just going crazy and he's like, Hey lads, now is the time. Swivel cannons, broadsides, bring them forward. Dragon head, light him up. Hi. And he actually rushes forward to the dragon head to release that. I take out my sling and I start pelting this thing as closely as I can with these. Uh, uh, nice. I guess they're not bombs, but cluster things. They're bombs, yeah. yeah. Right? Well, yeah. they're not bombs until I use shatter them. Oh, and that's then right. That, it's yes. Yeah. Yep, that's right. And I turn to Rory and call it, and I'm like, how did he get the Kraken's gauntlet? What's the Kraken's gauntlet do? It's one of the artifacts we saved from the Lock Islands with Penny. Oh, yeah, no, I remember now. We've done so much. It's yeah. a, it's like a powerful gauntlet with webbed fingers. That's oh, it's what he like, was wearing. Yeah, it's got, like, chains in, in between the fingers. It like seems to summon this creature. Uh, but it seems to be reinforced with... Um, metal. Yeah. But metal. we would have told you Heavy that metal. we had <laughs> secured it. Uh, so Penny had taken it with the payment. Oh, that's right. The that's contract that you guys signed, and when you make it to Westwick, mm-hmm. we'll hope that the Westwick University will pay yep. on. We're so, supposed to get a lot of money for that, Rory. <laughs> like a lot. But instead, it's going to kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take it with you. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm aiming my clusters at its eye. How many can I get off before we start coming? Actually, you notice that its eye is some sort of glass encased. In, in I mean, you can okay. still go for it, but it doesn't seem to be... There's, like, hardly anything still natural about the Kraken. Okay. Is there anything soft about this thing? As it's coming toward you, the mouth opens up, so you can okay. definitely aim for it inside the mouth. Where's Telnius? We don't know. Dead. They literally. I think he's hanging out with Finn somewhere. He lost Drinking it. Drinking tea and crumpets. Finn's here. Well, that's what Tony has told me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At that point, the cannons fire off. I'm going to do 10 points of damage. That's not much. I need you guys to roll 8d6 for the fire emitting. Dude, I got so many d6s. Yeah, I have exactly 8d6s in front. Nice. 24. Whoa. 24 points of damage. The cannons are hitting it, and then Abram gets to the front and pulls on the lever just above the dragon skull as the jaw unhinges and out of it emits a flamethrower effect. The whole tank of gas just out at this thing and dealing all of its damage. Uh, It is then going to get its attack, and since this is a siege monster, it's going to try to mount the Valorous Scoundrel. Ugh. I know. It's the game you play. Did you say its tentacles are metal? Oh yeah, there's metal reinforcement. There's still some flesh and sinew, 
Uh, and there's almost like a necrotic energy binding it all together as well. But it's only the tentacles. And also on the Kraken itself. Okay. There's metal skeletal going all the way back to the top of its squid-like head. The eyes are these glass orbs. And the oh. teeth are these grinding metal teeth that seem to be spinning as it opens <laughs> its mouth. I'm going to need some D12s. Oh, gosh. How many? Um, I've got two. I wish you I bad luck with mine. six at least. Your ship from the bow as it begins to mount its mouth begins to grind on the front of the hull the hull takes 32 points of damage as it begins to grind and the ship begins to take water so half of your crew is rushing below deck to go and uh, stop that from increasing so now I need everyone's initiative 22 oh yeah that we rolled uh, 18 not me, right? No. Yeah. 17. Rory, you are first. This thing is, you can either go for the head melee range, or there are at least four tentacles that are raised up in the air, wrapping around the deck, just waiting to swat at crew members. Well, define the head. It is just a monstrous, gargantuan head, literally almost like a, a titan rising from the oceans, okay. but in this freakish undead state. I'm going to try and attack the head. All right. Melee range. Yeah, you would just get up to the bow of the ship and go for over the mouth. Okay, so my first attack is going to be a 20. That hits. Uh, and that is 20 points of damage. Dang, nice. And then my second attack is the exact same, mm-hmm. um, and that is going to be 14 points of damage. Nice. Do not forget you all also have the blessing of rock spire if at some point you would oh, wish to use that. Oh, right. that might have been helpful oh. against the demon. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. And we just we okay. get to roll a D4. D4, yeah. and then I let you know which blessing right. you get. And we all get to use it once, or we all get to use it collectively once a day. We each could use it once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. We are then going to move to Kal'un. You were able to get three of those shrapnel balls within its mouth. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> no comment. So on my turn, can I borrow a D8, please? No. Thank you. So on my turn, I cast Shatter, and each of those does an extra D6. Is That, that is what we agreed on, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. Okay. Ooh. 30 points of damage. Hey, nice. An explosion happens. One of the wheels of metallic teeth, the the center one, quits turning, so it does not actively do damage to anyone who is potentially swallowed by this thing. Uh, 30 total? 30 total, yeah. Ah, yes. Okay, I leap down from the crow's nest, and I head over to the side of the ship where the tentacles are coming up over the ship, right? Mm -hmm. So I go to one of them, and as a bonus action, I cast Hunter's Mark. Nice. And I drag my hand across my forehead and down my face, and blue emits from these markings on my face, and then I cast it, and it lands on the squid, and the mark seals into the squid's flesh, and then I pull out Vanessa, and I just race over to to the tentacle for a slash. 17 is what you're looking for. And I rolled an 18. Yeah, you hit. That, that's over 17. <laughs> I checked my sources. Hold on. No, hold on. Quick Google search. What? Yeah, Google, Google if that's over. Okay. No, roll your damage. Go, go, go. 
And it's 11 points of damage, plus 7 points of hot damage, if that does anything. And then an extra d6, which is 1 with the Hunter's Mark for my first attack. And so I go again with Vanessa, and I hit again. Nice. And I, this time, 6 points of regular damage, 6 points of falling damage, <laughs> and... Six points of Hunter's six, Mark. Six, Dang, six, that's six, 37 six, points six, of damage. Six. 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 Fuck yeah. Six. Wow. Death. Death. 18 points. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That was a little off. <laughs> Brick comes up. She mm-hmm. is going to slice at one of the tentacles with her new sword. Has Catmasher taken a turn yet? <laughs> uh, they are over... <laughs> Uh, Asher and Henry are over on Windward, oh, right, and yeah. Brim has now reached Windward at this point. She's going to swipe at one of these things, but just as she goes to swipe, it rears back for an attack. It's going to come down on the deck, and I need dexterity saving throws from Rory and Kal'oon. Ooh, lucked out. Old. <laughs> That's a 13. So 23. All right, uh, Rory does not save. Kalun saves. That slams down, and Rory, you take 34 points of damage, while Kalun, you take 17, 17 points of damage. Oh. Right now! You then see the shadow of the tentacle that you were attacking, Ias, roll a dexterity saving throw. It's also slamming into the ship. It's like destroying the ship as it's crushing you beneath and just sliding off of you. Some of the metal scraping against your skin as it goes back into the waters. Ooh, well, I uh, took that potion. <laughs> this is bludgeoning damage, though. Oh, shit. So fuck, oh, you take half. half. Maybe so Dang. 17? Yeah, yeah so heal for 17. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm looking, magical. I'm looking at the... I'm looking at it. There's literally 2d4 of of magical. Oh, so add 2d4. I missed it. Well, Oops. no. If it, any of it's magical, the entire attack is magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how so much it's, it's the full 34, oh. and then actually add... Because um, <laughs> I just double-checked. I didn't see and 2d4 of oh, lightning, no. lightning damage. This is six more points, so that's 40, 40 total. How you looking, Rory? You get get more. Wait, do I get six or do I get 12? You get 17 plus three, so 20 total. I look like I'm about halfway in capacity. (laughs) (laughs) I look a little more than that. Uh, Ias, what was that dexterity saving throw? 20. Wow, 34 again, so 17 again. Don't forget the electrical damage. 17 damage? 17 plus four, so that's 19 (laughs) points uh, to... Electricity or lightning, rather. Thanks, Telnius. Yep. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, let's see. Lady Britt also has to make a dex throw with that one. She is going to take that full. She's going to fall unconscious with that hit Ooh, as dead. it slams and scrapes against the top deck. Rory, roll a perception check at disadvantage, though. That's a four. Yeah. You, you're just, like, against the deck, and it's sliding a off. Sucker. You're Yeah, you're barely able to get up. So I don't see Lady Brit fall. Do I also get a perception check since I'm also oh. right there? Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Do I have but to take disadvantage? Disadvantage again because of the amount of damage you took. That is an eight. 
Yeah, no, you don't notice that she went down. Do I feel it in my heart, though? <laughs> you do feel pained in your heart. We are... But that's because I just took yeah, 50 right. points of damage. Yeah. yeah. 40 points of damage. Uh, so, well, what's the difference? Uh, so, <laughs> cause of, that's because of the splinter in your chest. Um, over on Windward... Yes. You hear... <laughs> what? Not Maelstrom, Windward. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's just a quick aside. <laughs> Over on Windward, you just hear battle going and cries going out. You hear rifles popping at Brim Corrin, but mostly you hear screams of, of terror and annihilation from Windward. We are now going to cut back to Maelstrom, the Admiral. His face, the bloated flesh, peels apart, almost floral-like like four petals. There is a horrible screech emitted as it begins to walk toward you. It is your turn, Telnius. It is right in front of you. All right, first things first, I'm going to use the magical spiritual weapon to attack him again, Uh, 16 to hit. Yep. So 11 points of damage. Nice. I'm still casting flame doodah. Are there still corpses coming at me? Fuck, are you serious? Dead serious. All right. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how I'm going to win this because I can't keep this up for long. Um, okay. I'll cast... Oh, I'm going to cast a Beacon of Hope because what I'm trying to do is, uh, is essentially send up a giant beacon so that anyone, everyone around us can see where the boat is. Now, Beacon of Hope does have an effect on me, but I'm, I'm not really casting this spell for the sake of the benefit of what Beacon of Hope does. I'm doing it so that people can see and yeah. know where we're at. So, essentially, this white light descends and, like, pierces through the fog and lands on the boat. You see motes of light floating through it. I don't know if they do, but the do the, do the does anyone see it? I mean, is it... I mean, they just got slammed, each of them, by tentacles, so I will give them one more perception check. I will not force you to take it at disadvantage. 17. Yes. Sorry, 4. 11. Rory, with your eagle eye, you're able to see it is in the distance, though, well over 100 feet away. Like, you only saw it because of your eagle eye through the fog in the storm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Beacon of Hope does have nice benefits for me. You know, I mean, it does help me. Okay. But Beacon of Hope also does benefit Finn, by the oh, way. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Finn gets advantage on all wisdom saves, all death throws. Anytime he gets healed, he receives That's max healing. Awesome. Yeah. I love that spell. Yeah. Uh, I am going to uh, use the eagle. Okay. The rock ability. Perfect. Um, because you cast within melee range, it is going to take a reaction opportunity attack and it is going to hit. The Admiral raises its great sword and stabs into your side, hitting for that's nine points of slashing damage and as if activating something 13 points of cold damage. Okay. How much of that? Do I have to make a constitution save? You do. Not for the life drain though. Okay. That's a 12. 
it's a sickness. Do uh-huh. you happen to have anything against sicknesses? No. Okay. So you begin contracting blue rot. Okay. And your vision begins to blur as that seafoam color, like it's almost like little strands begin to go up the side of your face and begin to go around your eyes and your eyes start to blanch a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully this. um, So how much pain did I just incur? It was. That is 26 points of damage total. Okay. How are you looking? I'm I'm still up. Um, Yeah. There we go. But not good, you know, but not good, not good at all. For sure. For Uh, sure. For sure. For sure. And was that an action to cast that spell beacon of hope or was that a bonus action? Uh, yeah, that was an, an action. Yeah. Okay, roll a d4 for the blessing of the rock spire. That's a four. Ooh, best one. Is it? Yeah. Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> no one's done it yet. Yeah. That's the best one. It's cool. Good. <laughs> it is. It is taking flight. <gasps> Monstrous wings grow behind you, launching you into the air. For one minute, you have a fly speed of 40 feet and can once during the duration take a beak attack as a bonus action during dealing 1d8 plus 5 damage. Okay. Okay, so I can fly now. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> they fly now? They fly they, now! Just a, an eagle screech goes out as you take flight. Ah! These mat- majestic uh, rock wings <laughs> grow from behind you. Okay, sweet. The trick is to look to look away from the mic when you do this sound. Yeah, I unfortunately it's not my turn anymore, but I am probably not gonna have to worry about being attacked by all these doodahs. So I'm gonna go ahead. Um, now hold on, wait. He did tell me that if I tried escaping, that he would kill him. So I'm. I want to make it clear. I'm not like yeah. flying away. You're just here. flying straight I'm up. Just in flying. The air. You know. At this point, like Antithesla's laughter has dissipated, mm. and he's just watching. Okay. Yeah, so I don't fly away. I definitely just fly up. Um, but I don't have any more actions. Chicken wings. Is the ship still moving or is it anchored in place? Elstrom hasn't been moving this entire time. We then go to its turn. <laughs> Sorry, that just got up with me. Are they chicken wings? <laughs> Are they chicken wings? <laughs> uh, <No>. Fried? <laughs> I prefer the flats. <laughs> Shooting up in a 30-foot cone toward you, it suddenly discharges a an amount of foul ink in front of itself. Who is it? The Admiral. Oh, wow. Like, oh. from where the tentacles are uh, yeah, yeah, gathered, yeah. suddenly just a jet stream comes toward you. Make a constitution saving throw. Fucking shit, man. 14. I need some D8s. Yeah, I'm, I'm going down now. Oh no! Uh-oh. Yeah, if you have, if you are taking more than one, how game, many? I am definitely dead. Uh, I just need one more. Nice. I have fifteen health right now. Okay, Ooh. you are hitting zero. Yeah, so then but I you just... do take advantage on death saving throws. So here's what happens. Remember, I told you last time we played at the beginning of every day, I cast death ward on myself mm-hmm. and remove a fourth level spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Ward takes effect. It then essentially drops me. Instead of dropping down to zero health, I drop to one health. Okay. Um, and I stay up. 
Uh, but now Death Ward is gone. I don't have that anymore. Oh, so I'm see. now at one health. Wow, so Whoa. you are just at your <laughs> life's end. So that kind of absorbed that attack. <sighs> oh, wow. God. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That is so cool. But so, now you're stinky. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty shitty. Like, <laughs> literally have one hit point. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still and up. none of us know that. But what a great use of a spell. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. I know. I, I, I kind of I sent that to him last time we played in, like, a private message. I so, forgot about that. That's yeah. beautiful. That, it fucking sucks because it's a fourth level spell. But, damn, it is helpful right now. Yes. You know? Yeah. And all of us feel that somebody suddenly has wings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys hear the, the eagle cry, like somewhere oh, in the distance. Yeah. You don't know exactly where it's coming from. Plus, you saw that beacon off. of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We come back to Valorous. The Kraken is still attacking, but we go up to Rory's turn. With your perception check, you saw the beacon of hope. But you also watch as something climbs over the edge of Valorous Scoundrel. Like, when you look back, you, you see First Lady Brit on the ground. She's like, the First Lady? So she's married to the President? I'm sorry. You see at first <laughs> okay. Lady Brit. <laughs> Soon to be. Uh, you see Lady Brit unconscious, but beside her, something crawls out from the water below. It looks like they were climbing up one of the ropes, so either a dinghy was heading toward them or it is unknown. But you watch a little tuft of white hair, little rock gnome, land on (gasps) Valorous Scoundrel. It is not Riggs, but it looks around and sees Captain Abram and tries to like wave him down like while evading these tentacles. (laughs) And you see Abram see him and begin to ghost wisp over to this gnome. Rock gnomes were uh, some friends that we made in the Lock Islands. Um, They helped us in one of our adventures. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they're known artificers. Mm -hmm. They're the reason we have all these sweet-ass weapons on our ship. So, yeah, you watch that with your perception check kind of happen. You still have your full attack, though. Okay. But I see that Lady Brit is down... And she's still in, like, the range of the tentacles coming down on her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to take, like, one swing at this thing one okay. more time. Roll to hit. 17 is what you're looking for. Well, and I, I miss. Ooh. Yeah, just seeing uh. Lady Brit down, you just, your hammer clinks off one of the metal beams, and you don't, you see that it does, has no effect. Okay. I run back, and I grab her, and I try and pull her backwards to where Abram and this rock gnome are. Okay. Yeah, and if you use dash, you could definitely use your other action to pick her up and take her back. That's what I want to do. Do I get a sense of what they're talking about? Yeah, so actually, so you see them rush because they're just taking their full actions, you know, in the background to go to the captain's quarters. You are able to get up the steps and bring her in, and she's kind of like, my hip, health potion. Inside, you hear the rock gnome. He says, Yes, I was I was just barely able to escape, but I have here the plans, the outlines. It will help. It will help. Hey, calm down, yo. You're a, a 
talking a bit too fast for me. What, what do you mean you got the blueprints? And he's like getting up on the table, rolling out with both of his hands this larger map. We then go to Call Un. No perception needed because Rory rushing across and going to the captain's quarters would for sure alarm you. So you just watch as that happens. Yeah, I actually have a plan in mind. Ias, you look okay, right? Like you're not missing a ton of health. I don't look great. Oh. Yeah, everyone's not looking great. Okay. Dude. Well, then if everyone's also looking bad, Ias, what do you say? You want to take out that bloody bastard? What's controlling this Kraken? If you have an idea, yes. I cast Polymorph and turn Ias into a young falcon. Peregrine falcon. <laughs> his eyes out. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, yeah, to get him over to... Nice. As long as he's willing. Oh. If you're not willing, then you would need to, I guess, save. But my idea is for you to, yeah, fly over and kill the guy instead of killing the... Instead of killing the Kraken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What, are you willing or no? I'm leaning no. Okay. Oh, okay. But hold on. Let me think about it. God... What? You, should, you should maybe say your plans before casting the spell, but well, I mean, I only have so much time during my turn. I didn't true. figure I would have enough time to. That's true. Yeah, you know, lay everything out. What are you gonna do? God, can uh, can he dispel the spell, or you would keep it I, going? I can. I can end I mean, concentration on his turn. If anything, it would get you off of Valorous, but I mean that's. That's totally up to you. Oh man! So like, if he if he flies over to him, I can end concentration on his turn, and he can kill him. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, take out the guy or distract him. Or Cut something. his hand off at least. Yeah, I go for it. Do okay, it. fuck it. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Ice <laughs> gets to be a falcon. That's the young falcon. Yeah, I love it. A baby oh. falcon. <laughs> White tufts of feathers. It takes you three rounds to get over there because your fly speed is two feet. No, Do I'm it. Just kidding. I'm totally Do joking. Do the calm. A little baby. Yeah. Oh. Calm! Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so on your turn, you can travel over to Windward. Uh, we then go to the rest of... Oh, wait. That oh. is the rest of your turn. I will take my move action to move to a safer spot, probably closer to where they are. Okay, so you're heading towards the captain's quarters, just trying to take some type of cover. And you actually catch the end of the gnome saying, I have the blueprints, and he starts rolling it out. Okay. Ayas, you are now a young falcon. You fly over to windward. You're just completely buffeted by the wind, but you (laughs) can't even stay up. What you see on your way from your vantage point you see Asher and Henry firing pistol shots from the helm from behind the wheel. And Brim on the main deck, he's taking those shots, but he looks unfazed. And he has the shadow fang dagger in his right hand. You're watching as he's throwing it. It disappears with a poof of black mist and appears in the back of another crew member as they ah, and fall oh to the ground God. and... It's reappearing Whoa. back in his hand. That is a sick oh. ass. Power. Okay, and I'm getting ready to just come in and right. I'm like beelining directly towards Brim's like back shoulders. Okay, and I I'm watching, and when he gets like right on Brim, I I end concentration. Nice. You become Ias again. 
and I'm falling down onto him, and I pull out my flintlock pistol, and I land on his back, pressing it up against his spine, and I <laughs> pull the trigger with a oh, magic bullet. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll with advantage. <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking fuck. <laughs> He forgot how to roll a d20. I told you, spinning's illegal now. If I had rolled that, that would have been a 22. You need a dice tray, man. Crit! Yeah! Hell yeah! How do you kill him? Not quite. Four rolls, and the last one was a 20. Two of them rolled off the table, one of them was a 2, and the other one was a 20. Fuck yeah. Oh man! All right, you get him directly in the back. You take, you do the full D10. Roll that D10 again, and it is a magic missile bullet. So yeah. roll the three D4 plus nine. one each. <laughs> so nice. ten plus nine oh. plus four three one. Thirty points of damage total on this critical nice, hit. Dude. As he's going to take, make a strength saving throw. He remains standing, but the bullet goes through him. The force hitting, pelting his back as you're pressing it against him. He just cries out and says, you son of a bitch. And I like reach around and I take my arm and I slam my right arm down on his left hand where the gauntlet is and I try to rip it clean from his hand. Nice. The old reach around. Right. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Nope. That's not. No. It is going to be a dexterity contest as you're trying to disarm him. Yeah, 18. You bring your forearm down, hitting it. Because this is not a weapon per se, it comes halfway off and you see two of the tentacles begin to wrap tightly around the deck instead of attacking. And he's like, no, no, as he is trying to get the glove back on as it's slipping off. Mm. We will go ahead and give him a turn. (laughs) I'm like fighting myself. Yeah, that's that's, hilarious. That's crazy. You're fighting a character you created. That's what the DMs always do. That's true. I'm I'm constantly doing that. It's fun to see someone else do it for (laughs) once. Oh, I'm so glad that worked out. I was like, I thought about that. I was like, why are we fighting the Kraken? There's a guy over there controlling the Kraken. How do we get to him? That was the first thing I thought. I was like, this Kraken is way too powerful. Like, there's no way we can beat it. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. Yeah. yeah. He's going to cast Blight on you. Go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw. Also, you're within melee range as he's casting a spell. Is that still an attack of opportunity? It is. Ooh. And I rolled a 16 on the constitution. Okay, give me one second. No. My battery life is, like, slowly dying, so it's, like, building the insanity. Dude, I'm like, ugh, my nerves are going crazy. I dropped my dice twice. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We were here. Okay, so, I'm sorry, what was your roll again? 16. I rolled a 16. A 16 is exactly what you needed. Nice. (laughs) Fuck yeah. So instead of taking 43 points of damage, (laughs) you're taking 22 points of damage. Or 21. Yeah. No, because it rounded down to 42. Uh Oh, and then 21. Hi, Sowie. No. (laughs) 
21 points. Is that it? That's it. Fucking fuck. You you do get your attack of opportunity because you would have been able to slash before. Holy shit. Yeah, the necrotic energy overwhelmed you. Do it. Oh, my God. Like, I've got the arm around. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I flip around Vanessa and I go for a stab inwards. Okay, go for it. We'll see. That might not do it. 14. Looking for a 17. Oh, he, he looks back, makes eyes with you. His dark eyes are just filled with this kind of abyssal energy as he reaches his hand out. And where he taps, he doesn't even, he doesn't even give you a line. That's how little he cares about you. Just from his hand, just tentacles of necrotic energy overwhelm uh, Ias uh, across the chest. Ias slumps, and you hear Henry go, Ias, no! You fool! No! And she is feeling very guilty right now for you going down. We are then going to go to (laughs) Lady Britt, who's going to make her first death saving throw. Success. Success. We then, oops, Six, I put that next to Ayas. You can go later. ahead and do that. That's fine. Yeah, I'll allow it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. So the Kraken now gets a turn. I don't think there's anyone but the skeletal crew on the main deck, but it does slam down, dealing more damage to the ship itself this time, and taking out quite a few of your. Yeah, that's 39 more points of damage from the last two tentacles still remaining each. So your ship is going to be taking 78 more points of damage. Unfortunately, it has a hole of like 12,000 health, so... It is uh, 300. 300, yeah. That was close. And I think you are down to now... 196. Ooh. Still pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. But a couple more rounds. Uh, more Valorous will not survive that. So, Kowloon, when you, you peek in, you notice that this is little Titus, who you all met on your way in to see Janari, just like one of the little rock gnomes hey. who befriended Penny. Yeah. Huh. The gnome says, hey, uh, yeah, look, I, I got this letter from, from Penny. She really needs someone to hear this out. While while he's saying this, can I be giving Brit mm-hmm. the potion? Yeah. Okay. And so he clears his throat and reads, <clears throat> I, Titus, here present this letter from uh, Captain Penny. Dearest Rowdy Boys and Henry Locke. I don't see her around, but uh, that's who she was trying to get to. I hope you are doing well. I'm not. I've, I've been, been bamboozled, bamboozled by yet, yet another, another pirate. pirate. He approached me as such a nice charming merchant named Brim. But then it became all about the Kraken gauntlet you helped me secure for my research. As I'm sure you can see, he's now using it for all his dirty, rotten pirate business. But I know how to destroy the Kraken since I helped create it. You know, for science. He's locked me away in his brig, but Titus is able to stow this letter away from me. Look, all you need to do is find someone small, like the rock gnomes, and yet very strong, to enter through one of the glass eye holes atop the kraken, carrying with them at least a keg's worth of black powder. They then need to descend into the belly of the machine and find its obsidian heart. 
This heart looks like an open furnace with powerful black magic emitting from it. Set the bombs in the furnace, light the fuse, and escape. Then watch as the pesky undead construction falls lifeless into the depths of the sea, never to return its horrors upon us again. Sorry for the trouble, and best of luck. Captain Penny, researcher of the Westwick University. Lady Britt takes the health, and she is good. Rory, you still have, and I don't believe you've used them, at least three Rory bombs. Oh. Oh, yeah, Rory bombs. Remember the ones that blow up? (laughs) Those bombs. Wait, what are Rory bombs? These are some of the the items that are named You literally crafted them while you were on the Lock Islands. Yeah. I forgot about those. They're in your back pocket. You do a quick math because you're the numbers guy. And three of your Rory bombs would be the equivalent to a powder keg like is listed on here. It's literally already attached to your body. You okay. have these bombs yeah, on you. Uh, That's convenient. Carry the one. This is one powder keg. <laughs> okay. I know what to do. And so I kiss uh, Lady Britt on the Wait, forehead. You're going? You really are. I got to go. I can stop them. Okay, be safe. And I just turn and run. Perfect. And give me an athletics check to leap from the bow of the ship to get to, and um, I'm going to give you a hammer attack on the glass eye. Okay, so my athletics check is 11. 11? Uh, That's enough to get to it. You don't gain advantage, though, on the hammer attack. Okay. And that is going to be a 16. 16 hits. Roll the damage <gasps> oh for your hammer. Oh, my God. Break it, dude. Break that shit. Uh, 18 points of damage. Nice. Oh. Dude, it <laughs> is like fucking a spy movie scene. You're bringing your hammer down into the glass, and as the glass is bursting, you two are breaking through it. You're, you're like bypassing the ladder climbing down into the depths of this thing. When you crash against the metal at the bottom, you're only going to take one. Wait, how does one fall damage get halved by <laughs> your rage? You take a half point? <laughs> I think it just remains one point. Okay. Um, you take one point of fall damage as you get to the bottom here. Ow. <laughs> oh, my ankle. As you land, Rory, you gather yourself and look around. It is like the hall of a submarine pretty much Uh, there are steam vents blowing and there are red lights lighting all throughout but the red lights are more of a magic rather than electricity when you look around there is 30 feet away from you there is one column before the wall and there is a metallic furnace and a circle opening within it looks like a rough cut ginormous piece of obsidian that is floating and sending necrotic energy floating upward and downward, shooting almost like pumping life force blood through the veins of this creature. (laughs) Talnius, you are flying above the Admiral Marcus as this underwater creature monstrosity. You do have a turn. Okay, uh, can you describe what... You said Finn is on his knees and he's chained. Um, There are magical chains bolted to the deck of the ship 
leading to his hands as if made by a spell. There are also shackles at uh, his legs as well. Okay, do I recognize the magic? Like Make an arcana yeah. check? Oh, no. I rolled four, so probably like six, six or seven. Yeah, you know that it is powerful. Okay. A very powerful spell, but you do not know the name of it. Okay. Hmm. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'm just gonna first off, I'm gonna heal the fuck out of myself. <laughs> go for it. That, that's a good decision. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, fortunately, because I did the uh, Beacon of Hope, I get all of my. So I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds as a third level spell. So I replace 24 plus 4, 28 points of health. And I'm also gonna take my. Uh, my uh, healing potion. So, it, and the, did you say that's ten points? Uh, you're in. Get, you're in battle now. So roll the two d four plus two. Oh. Okay. Well, that's not great. Uh, six points. So twenty. Uh, what did I say? Twenty four plus four. Twenty eight plus six. Okay. So, I'm going to go... Back up to 34. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much everything you can do on your yeah, turn. Yeah, I mean, correct? I am going to fly as high up as I possibly can so that this stupid dude can't attack me. When you get past one of the lowest sails, mm-hmm. you hear a gunshot. Oh, shit. That dude, he shoots him? You look down and you hear Finn screaming as Anti-Thesla has shot Finn in the calf muscle. Okay. As okay. a warning. Okay. Finn begins screaming. Ah, fuck. Okay. Invericum. That sucks. All right. <laughs> um I I scream, I'm not fleeing. The admiral is going to wait in the midst of your fire circle and he's just waiting for you to come back down. So, uh, he hasn't moved, right? Mm-mm. He's in the middle of, of the bone pile. Okay. And you, you now get a vantage point of these skeletons, like, rushing up, and now they're no longer running into. They're all just kind of, like, looking Staying. up at you. And they're just, they're more coming? Yeah, they're, like, a, they're getting a little bit backed up. Okay. Is the ship taking on all this? It's taking on all this weight. It's not affecting the ship whatsoever. They're skeletons. Okay. So they weigh hardly anything. Okay. I mean, I can't. And it's also the biggest warship you've ever seen. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and heal myself again, do the essentially cure wounds again. And so that just gives me another 24, 28 points of health. Perfect. So now I'm fully healed, up as high as I can be, because my max HP now is 48, instead of 59, which sucks. All right, so now I'm assuming he's still not doing anything. Oh, mind you, the whole time that this is happening, I still have my spiritual weapon swinging and attacking him. Oh, perfect. Go for it. 18 to hit. Yep, it hits. Okay. Roll the damage. Five points of damage. At this point, after three rounds of waiting up there, Antithesla cries out and says, You're not playing the game. I am reloading my pistol. 
All right, I'm going to uh, cast Spirit Guardians. It Unfortunately, it does end my firewall, but essentially angels or something, they surround me and um, kind of circle around me, and I'm going to dive down towards him, and um, anyone who comes within uh, 15 feet of me takes this damage. Uh, Here we go. They fail the saving throw. Oh, man. Okay, so 3d8 of radiant damage. So that's 14 points of radiant damage to anyone who comes within 15 feet of me. And so uh, he's going to take that damage, and then I'm going to use my peck. Did you say that was a a bonus? Bonus Okay, Mm -hmm. so I'll use the the peck attack as well. So it's 11. 11? Yeah. Uh, You go to do the peck, a magical beak forms, and it steps backwards as it kind of slices some of the barnacles off, but Mm -hmm. it was like close, very close. Like to imagine you go to, like you're just like, I guess I just have to have faith this is going to work. And you try and like peck him with your own face. (laughs) Yeah. Not knowing that a magical beagle form. (laughs) And I will say when you landed, uh, the whole 15 foot circle around you falls. Oh, okay, cool. And it it does stay around me. Um, It's concentration based. So it's now essentially instead of a wall of fire, it's angels flitting around me. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's amazing. The the fire dissipates as these small angelic spirits are protecting you at the moment. The Admiral did reserve its turn for when you were in range. Mm. So the first attack will be with one of its tentacles, and that is 19 to hit. Yeah. And that is full damage. 15 points of damage, and make that constitution saving throw. God, fuck. What the fuck, man? I fail. And so your max hit points is now decreased by another 15 hit points. Okay. Uh, Now my max HP is 33. And that's what you're down to, correct? Yeah. He's then going to use another one of these tentacle attacks. Nice. He misses. Your vision, though, uh, your eyes are going more blanched from the blue rot Mm -hmm. that infected you. You are now on your turn going back to you, currently blinded. Okay. Well, fortunately, I don't need to see for these things to protect me. (laughs) <laughs> Thank Man. goodness. All right. Well, that's oh my, much better. So that's 11. That's 19 points of damage. Nice. To anyone within that mm-hmm. circle? Yeah. Do they have to make the wisdom save every time? Yeah. yeah. Uh, every time he gets a chance to and save. And what's your DC? Uh, this is a third level spell, so the DC is 15. Got 19. Got it. So half or? Half, yeah. Half damage. Okay. I'm so, sorry. What was the total? Nine. Yeah, nine points of damage. You are chipping away at this dude. Yeah, yeah. very, God. very slowly. Very slowly, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we then go to his turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he's going to then uh, use his great sword this time, and I think it's been enough rounds to where the wings retract on that last turn. Oh, well, I spent three one. rounds up there. Mm-hmm. I did one round just now mm-hmm. attacking with the spiritual weapon and my um, thing, I cast it right before I flew up, so it's only been five rounds. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. So I, I should still be able to fly. I'm going to take every advantage I can Absolutely. get, because I am not going to survive this if I don't. 100%. Right. Also, turn. maybe you won't anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I believe in you, man. You're doing good. He'll be all right. Okay. 
another 666. 18 points? Oh, well, no, that's just part of the roll. Oh. Um, oh. That is 31 points of damage okay. with the greatsword attack. Do I have to make a constitution save? Well, no, because you're already blinded. Oh, right, right. So you're down to two hit points. Mm-hmm. And life drain tentacle. Uh, you hear because you don't see. Mm-hmm. You hear as it takes one more step forward. And water is almost like filling its mouth as it speaks and says, This is for all the ones you took and the loved ones we left behind. And the black tentacle wraps around your neck. That is nine more points of damage. There you go. As you fall to your knees, the skeletons go to just rip you limb from limb. The admiral's laughing. Suddenly you hear from behind you, that's enough. All the skeletons stand at attention. Of course, you're blinded. You have no idea what's happening. Back to the depths for you. And you hear footsteps come over to you. You hear as the clittering of skeletons crawl back down and merge themselves back into the waters. The admiral, pleased with himself, heads to the edge and climbs back down into the depths. Antithesla stands directly behind you. You're at zero, knelt within this, like literally the bones piled around you are keeping you slumped up. And you hear as he shuffles through the bone piles and puts a hand on your back. Within range of him, you feel this dense anti-magic field around him. And as he puts his hand on your back, you feel the sickness dissipate from your face. Your vision is gained again. You are lying in this pile of bones on the deck of Maelstrom with Antithesla behind you. He's taken off his back a long obsidian staff. At the very top, almost like antlers, the obsidian grasps a fist-sized white orb, completely white orb. There is a small hairline fracture in the orb. He says, I am very impressed with the fight you put up. Was not as pathetic as I thought it would be. But as with all good things, they must come to an end. You were lied to for so many years, never quite knowing exactly what you were. You are the spark, the seed that started all of this, created the gods, created the men, every creature on this But 
Now it will no longer be your responsibility, architect. The staff comes forward. A crackling white electricity bursts from the orb going straight into your forehead. Your eyes glow white as you hear laughter and feel the magic that you have wielded for years is beginning to wither from your mind. Level eight becomes level seven. Level seven becomes six. So on and so forth. Your abilities and your strength are sapped from you. When Antithesla finishes, he drops his staff and steps away, holding his hands before him, scorched with black energy, almost as if tattooed as if he has dipped his hands into a pile of ash. Bones scatter around his feet. You lay there with nothing more than the stats of a commoner. Antithesla's eyes burn bright, one red, one white. He laughs maniacally. <laughs> Finally! Finally! Rory, you look over and see the furnace, the heart of the kraken in front of you. And it is something that I have to open? The instruction said to place the bombs inside, light your wick, escape, and listen to the kaboom. Okay, so I'm going to um, approach the sur- the furnace as, as quickly as I can, but still like safely. I don't want to like fall inside or anything. Right. And as I get close enough, um, I take out my Rory bombs, which I had conveniently forgotten about until this moment. Just being within 10 feet of this furnace, you are going to take nine points of necrotic damage. Uh, how you? How's Rory looking? Um, okay, not okay. great, but not bad. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, you feel that it's kind of like infecting you as you're close, so it's like you might want to be quick. So go ahead. So, am I able to toss them in, or do I have to get closer? Uh, you can toss them in from where you're at, so you're not getting closer. Okay. If you want to set up a wick, you'll want to wrap the wick set the fuse and then you know toss it in so that's what i do okay you do however take another being this close another 10 points of necrotic damage it's just a simple toss into the furnace you're able to take a tinder stick and light the wick and as soon as you turn around you see sir quincy standing behind you He has his gauntleted hands, and he's going to backhand you. (laughs) 
Uh, and that is a 26 to hit. That does hit. Backhand. You are going to take another 12 points of damage. Now, this commences a battle. Is that magical damage? Uh, no. Thank goodness. Thank God. <laughs> and how we're going to do this battle, since you're pretty much at equal HP and time is of the essence at the moment, we will do strength contests back and forth, similar to our wrestling matches from the past. Ooh. Okay. okay, so that was his turn. He knocked you back a little bit. Um, and so it is now your turn. Unfortunately, you are starting your turn. He knocked you back, so you're still within that range of the furnace. Uh, so that is another 10 points of necrotic damage. Okay, Rory is hurting pretty bad. Okay. From what I remember the rock gnome saying, how long did I have? Until your fuse hits your kegs. I, I guess I'm going to see if I can trip Sir Quincy, like running past him, like trip him, and then keep going towards the door. Okay, give me a strength check. Crit. Oh, nice. Shit. <laughs> yes. Nice. Beautiful. You do this. You go and trip him. You begin to climb. Roll me an athletics check. Uh, nine. You do not make it out all the way, and suddenly you feel something grabbing at your ankle. Yeah, that's 24 strength to pull you down, and he's standing over you, and he's, he smiles with his bared vampiric teeth and he says I cannot wait to taste your blood well I don't think you'll be tasting anything today Sir Quincy and make your uh, attack back at him this is just a strength Mm Hmm. that is going to be 26 Ooh, he rolled a three. (laughs) (laughs) How do you want to, uh, like, attack him? Because this is basically a wrestling match at this point. So I am going to try and do what I do best. I'm going to try and get him into an arm bar and try and rip off his arm. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, say, if I'm going down, we're going down together. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I say, this is for my sister. Nice. And you slowly, the tendons one by one, rip off Sir Quincy's arm as he screams into the air. No! No! You bastard! And it's going to go to his turn. He's going to take disadvantage trying to fight back. Why? (laughs) That is a five total. He's basically just grasping at your chest. So I so I'm on top of him right yeah. now. Oh yeah. So I am just going to try and like like pop him right in the face. Nice. We're just doing strength contests back and forth. <laughs> so that's going to be a 13. He rolled a nat 20. So he oh rolls to the side. Your knuckles begin bleeding because you punched the metal floor. It's then his turn. He's taking disadvantage again due to the amount of blood loss. But it is still an unnatural 20. So what do you got on your strength check? Uh, 17. 
Ooh, yeah. So he's going to kick you backwards, and it'll just be like a flat five more points of damage. Oh, my God. Okay. He's back on his feet, but it's your your attack. Um, so I'm going to try and grapple him once again. Okay. 12. Uh, I got a 26. It is well over 10. You can literally do anything you want to Quincy right now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get him in, like, I'm going to get my arm around his neck and mm-hmm. try. I'm going to try and pop his head off. Okay, so nice. <laughs> as, as you are squeezing, he is like... <sighs> and like trying to bite your arm like one of his fangs nicks like just a little mark on your forearm and he says he just looks up he can he actually cannot say anything because you are just strangling him and he just looks up the veins popping his eyes rolling back and just like the worst sound imaginable as slowly his vocal cords are torn because his head is ripped asunder from his body. <laughs> you stand there with Sir Quincy's head in your hands, blood covering you. You take a couple of steps back, lean against a wall. You look to your right. There is the furnace and the wick. Ias and Kaloon. Actually, just Kaloon. Kaloon, you're looking out. The Kraken had gotten a few more attacks onto the ship when you see the dish, the dish. A series of explosions as the Kraken sends bits of undead gore everywhere. The tentacles go lifeless and slink back into the waters. The head begins to split in half with the explosion of necrotic energy. Metal bits left and right. You're literally just shielding yourself at this point. Yell out, Rory! And Lady Brit, she stands next to you. It can't be. Come back to me. Kaloon, looking past Lady Brit, you hear a small explosion happen on Windward. The gauntlet of Brim Corin has imploded on his hand. He holds his mangled fingers and looks around him. He then disappears. Telnius, Antithesla takes a few more steps back. He reaches up, removing his deer skull mask uncowling himself. His scorched face is so deformed on the right side, it is inhuman. On the left side, there is recognition. Even with his eyes glowing, his right eye red, his left eye white, his face looks so similar to 
when you watched King Aston give that speech, sending off the ship to the new lands, but not quite him. Similarly shaped as Alistair's, and yet not him. Even Sir Quincy's, but not him. Revelation overwhelms you. It is the face of Dristan Popkin. He walks over to your body closer and closer and unhinges your hammer, Thessla's justice. You won't be needing this any longer, nor did you really use it anyway. <laughs> he brings it to your forehead and casts finger of death. Roll your die, but add nothing to it. A seven. Finn begins to scream. No! No! Penvro, in the background, is jumping for joy, clapping his hands, <laughs> giddy as a child. Antithesla looks around and sees that his fleet has lost. The orc ships are now turning toward him. Exposed as the fog begins to roll away, he lifts his hands into the air, screaming an incantation. A whirlpool begins to spin below him, and from it, black abyssal tentacles emerge and wrap around Maelstrom. A storm cloud appears overhead, and similarly, black tentacles reach down and wrap around the mass. Maelstrom begins to blink in and out of existence, the chaos of the storm swelling above and the spinning whirlpool collecting momentum below. Finn is still screaming with grief. No! <laughs> Tell me yes! Before Maelstrom disappears, Antithesla kicks Telnius's body overboard into the roiling waters, the whirlpool swallowing his lifeless body. ship Maelstrom then disappears from this world. Dad, it's it's okay. It's okay to be sad. Thank you, boy. Boy, Marit just needed a moment. Rory gave up everything, but it started something so much bigger than him. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Raw. 
What do we do? Well, it's late. Should we dismiss everyone even? Maybe. Papa isn't here, so we don't want to make Uncle Calvin mad by being even later. Let's go ahead and end this. Yours grandson, you do it. Hmm, let's see. Thank you, everyone, for coming tonight. We'll, uh, we'll begin again on the motto. Rory, you stand in darkness. Your body feels weightless, and after what feels like hours of silently waiting, you finally see a red glow in the distance. When you approach, you realize the light emits from your shield. The red bloodstone within the eye of the burned image of the eagle on the ancient wood. Stepping into the light on the opposite side is a familiar face. He is smiling in a strange, knowing way. Hey, tell me this. What's going on here? Where are we? We are nowhere. Okay. Kind of freaking me out here, bud. There's something different. His eyes, maybe? The strange long robes he wears? There is no need to worry. You've done your part. Oh. Wait, you mean that that giant octopus thing? (laughs) Yes, the reawakened kraken. Interesting. Tell me, what's going on here? I... I have a feeling that everything is okay, but I cannot quite put words to what this is. Well, alright. But if you're pranking me, I will get my payback. I promise. This is no prank. We are both going to other places. This is a crossroads, if you will. A stop along the way. Hmm. So I got the big tentacle guy. (laughs) Did I get Quincy too? Yes, you did. You have ended many evils during your time. Brittany and your friends now live because of your... actions. It was no small feat what you accomplished. Hey, my feat ain't that small. I don't... I don't think we have much more time, Rory. I may have a chance to see our friends again. If that happens, is there anything you want me to tell them? Ayas? Kowloon? Yeah. I... I think I'm gone. Like... Like I'm actually gone gone. Like I don't feel myself anymore. And... I just want you to tell them they're the family I never thought I'd have again. They're my my buds. They're my boys. My rowdy boys. 
and I want them to know that I'll be with them no matter what. And they'll be with me no matter what comes next. And for Brittany? Tell Brittany. I don't know how I can put this into words. You want to draw a picture? (laughs) (laughs) I would love to, but there's no time for that now. Tell Brittany she's what I hoped for when I had no hope. And although our time together was short, I wouldn't trade it for anything. She's what I looked forward to the entire time, even though I didn't even really know what I was looking forward to. Tell her I love her, and that I hope she finds happiness without me. At that point, a long black talon rests on Rory's shoulder. When you look up, you see a beak protruding from a black hood. It looks down at you. The hollow eye sockets of the eagle's skull absorb the red light. Oh, it must be time. If I get the chance, I'll pass those words along. And if I can... Before you can finish, a blinding light appears through an archway. Ari, the god of death, begins to lead you, Rory, toward it. You find Telnius's gaze before you pass through. Telnius, I, I think this is it. I, I think I'm about to move on. I just want you to know I'm glad. I'm glad you're here with me in this moment. I am too. And I hope, I hope that you find your way back somehow. I think, I think you're needed down there still. I look back in the distance away and say, I, I think I will find my way back. One last handshake. Let's do it. All right. It's been so I long since remember we've how done it this. starts too. I was just thinking that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spirit fingers. Spirit oh yeah. Okay. Fingers. Okay. Okay. Spirit two. two. <laughs> Alright, three, two, one, spirit fingers. Okay. Okay. Three, three, two, two one. one. Spirit, spirit fingers, fingers, jellyfish, lick the nostril. I smell something rowdy in the air. Perfect. Oh, that Perfect. felt so nice to get it right one last time. I know. Oh, <sighs> I'm so happy. Alright. I think I'm leaving now. I love you, man. I love you, Rory. Love you too, bud. The large eagle wings flutter as its taloned hand beckons you forward. Rory, you pick up your shield and take the last steps through the archway. Inside, the sun is beaming on a pathway. The trees remind you of the Elgrahim forest, its hulking foliage, standing like monoliths against time. As the path ends, you see a crowd of Varrican men and women. They see you approach with Ari, and they quiet. You continue forward, and the warriors part to let you pass. When you reach the first line of shield maidens, they take a knee as you walk by. A low chant hangs in the air 
the Varrican have a look of pride. There are dozens of soldiers who were waiting for your arrival. One of them offers you a horn of mead. You drink, and it is the richest, sweetest mead you've ever drunk. It is the mead of Anavari. After, someone hands you a mug of hot wine. Nice. And it's good. At the end of the line, two warriors step out before you. The first is Jarl Erika, the red-haired shield maiden you went head-to-head with. She holds a baby in her left arm, and in her right, she brandishes a weapon. Rory Kilgannon, what would you be without your hammer? She hands it over to you. The grip feels good and familiar. I hope you and Uba didn't get into too much trouble after I left. Erica, it is so good to see you. I can't promise Uba and I didn't get into any trouble. We had our share of hijinks, but he always stayed true to you. (laughs) Thank you, Rory, for taking care of him when he needed it most. And she grasps your forearm and gives you a good clasp on the back. The second figure comes into focus. It is Jarl Vega, who holds out an amulet. Lil Adi, harbinger of death, you wielded my shield true. It was an honor for you to bear it. You feared nothing, including your own death. We honor you. He puts the eagle feather amulet over your head. It rests against your eagle tattoo. You feel light on your feet. Your duster blows with the wind. And you have your hammer, shield, and amulet, all three glowing with bloodstone magic. Ari stands behind you and spreads its wings. He transforms into a giant eagle and takes flight behind you. You face the fallen warriors who rest now in this afterlife. Soldiers! Friends! It's time that I join you. If you will follow me, I don't know what's on the other side of this. I don't know if this is it. I don't know what we're going to see when we get there. But if you follow me, I will do everything I can, if it includes fighting through hell itself, to bring our vengeance to Nordy himself. Rory, there are those here who would very much like to see you. Jarl Vega and Jarl Erika, who perished at the hands of a frost giant, step aside and reveal a grassy knoll. At the top is a humble halfling house. The front door opens. Rory, you watch your mother and sister step outside to greet you. Tears in your eyes and a smile on your face. You walk the rest of the path into their embrace. 